you get to know people's personalities a little bit more. Um, even though you're not physically there with that person, it just feels like when everything is on this virtual type thing, it's like, you know, you're still, you know, kind of still in your friend's presence or kind of still in your job's presence, and you guys are, you know, just communicating virtually. Um, To me, if we were to do that, I think that maybe... 50% 50% of the world will probably freak out. And that's probably the older age group because some of them are not tech savvy. Some of them don't know how to use the phones pretty much, smartphones, you know, things like that. They just need their phone to make a call out, make a call in. But that would kind of educate them a little bit too because, you know, they'll get to learn certain components and things with their phones. Um I can say that going virtual, would it save, uh, would it be like a saving cost thing? Probably not. Um, That's when, like, cell phone companies would probably make a lot of money because data plans and things would change and, you know, things like that because you will always need to, you know, have your phone. But in my own type of virtual world, I would only, you know, I will only have a certain amount of people in my virtual world, pretty much, and that would just probably be like my friends, close family members, and we'll all just be in this one world, just by ourselves, just having a good time, and just, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't really know how to describe it. I think I'm just going, like, really back into the future, like, just thinking, you know, about everything. But, you know, you never know. Um, I don't think the world, honestly, like I said before, will be actually okay with the virtual world. I think that it would just be something new, something that people would need to really get used to, and then, you know, it may blow some people's minds, like, okay, Hold on. So you mean to tell me I can't never, ever get to see this person in person? Everything is virtual. That's another thing. Like, you got to have, like, a big mindset because if you're somebody who likes to always be around somebody or if you're not a phone person, the virtual world may not be for you. You know, it may not be something that you grasp or hold on to. Um, For me, I am a very people person, so I know I like to be out and about and, like, be around people, talk to people, but I do also, like I said before, love my phone. So my phone is, like, something that I can never, ever do without. But, you know... The virtual world is kind of what it is. I mean, we're we're in year 2020. So, you know, they do say that once you get to those 20-something uh, years, things you kind of start to change just a little bit, but not that much. But you never know. You'll see. Um, also for Adam America, uh, what company are you no longer supporting after COVID-19? So, I've seen some companies, you know, people like Amazon, uh, some workers uh, started like a protest and one worker started a protest and he got fired because, you know, the workers weren't protected and um, 
people were out here buying non-essential items, so that puts the workers more in um, in danger because they're just out here just delivering things when people really can just wait on those certain items. Um, to me, I haven't came across a company that I'm no longer supporting. Um, I feel that majority of the companies that I do use and majority of the companies I know majority of my friends use are um, handling this situation very, you know, very good. Um, they put a lot of procedures and protocols and things in place like that to protect, you know, not only their shoppers but also their employees. So people are, you know, starting to, you know, kind of trust the companies a little bit more. Um, but that's the main thing. Like, you've got to make sure that after all this is over, what is the company's that really showed you that they cared about their employees and that cared about you as a consumer. And I'm sure you're going to have some by the end of all of this, when all of this is over, Lord. I'm sure you're going to have some that you probably will give the side eye and just be like, okay, you know what, damn, I didn't like the way he, you know, did business here. I don't like the way he did business there. Um, but to me, I just haven't had that company yet. Um, I know uh, people, like I said, uh, Amazon was like a real big one because they just feel like, you know, this guy is a billionaire. He has all this money, and he can even help his employees with certain, you know, things. He can't look out for them. So that came across the radar a lot. Um, I do feel with Amazon, though, I do feel that some people just feel like, you know, hey, things are not open for me that I can normally go out and get. So Amazon has always been their best, you know, solution for, like, the beauty supply store. If girls need, you know, certain things, they'll go to Amazon because they know that Amazon will have these things for them. They'll get them here in no time, and it wouldn't be a problem. But, you know, I just want people to just keep in mind, you know, look out for those certain, you know, companies because you are the consumers, and your voice also matters just as well as the, you know, people that work for them. So you'll be able to, you know, see which companies, fit your morals during this whole pandemic of a company that you still want to, you know, give your money to, a company that you still want to be able to, you know, support. So that's a big, you know, those are big things. Um, even though even though it's not like a big, big, big concern right now, um, but it's something that you probably just, you know, want to take, you know, heed to or whatever. But I, I really haven't came across any um I talk to my friends almost every day, family, and, you know, that topic kind of hasn't came up. You know, how people are like, girl, they ain't got to worry about me no more. You know, none of that has came up in conversation. So hopefully it doesn't. You know, hopefully, you know, we all pray that small businesses and uh, big corporations can bounce back after all of this by the grace of God. So, you know, you, you never know. Um, 
so with, you know, our Damn America topics, you know, what would we do if everything in the world went virtual? Like, what exactly would the world look like? Like, would we be in an episode of the Jetsons and everything is just, like, by the touch of a button, you know, by the touch of touch of this, a touch of that, or will it kind of be, like, back in the future? You know, like, you know, you never know. Like, when these things come about in certain situations, you always try to open your mind a little bit more and think about, you know, what ifs. You know, I always have a what if with certain things or what will we do with certain things because when you go through certain challenges, you just think about, you know, well, what would I do if I, you know, did this or what would I do if I did that? You know, just certain things. So I just I just thought of that. I'm like, you know, everything is going virtual. Like, what exactly would we do if everything went virtual? Like, how exactly would the world react? Like, would it shut down? Would it just stop functioning? Would people appreciate um, technology more? Like, what would it be, you know? So you never know. And then, damn America, what company are you no longer supporting after COVID-19? You know, like I said, no conversations have come up. You know, I'm a researcher. I love to do, you know, my research with things. Nothing has came across my, you know, eyes of anyone not, you know, representing any type of companies or, you know, being upset of how they treat their consumers and their workers. Only, you know, just small portion like Amazon, but, other than that, I haven't really come across uh, any, so hopefully we can keep it like that during this whole thing. Uh, so let's get into our our rising stars. So let's see where he is. Oh, here he is. So our rising star is Darius Bollinger. Uh, he is. 28 years old, he's the founder of Chasing 23. So following the loss of his mother, I'm sorry, following the loss of his mentor and facing a possible five-year prison sentence, uh, Darius decided to turn his life around in 2013, and three years later he founded Chasing 23, which is a a community-based organization that provides mentorship, tutoring, and workforce development programming for young men of color in Chicago. Um, So shout-out to uh, Darius. He has three children. Um, he has an associate in arts and science from the city of Chicago and a bachelor of arts and science from the University of Illinois at Chicago. So shout out to him. We lift him up. I think that's beautiful that he was able to turn his life around and make a negative into a positive. So shout out to him. Uh, so the Twerk Something segment, I'm telling you, y'all, the Twerk Something segment, it has been okay. Um there are certain things here and there. You know, I've, I've noticed that since we've been in quarantine, um, a lot of these celebrities don't have that much drama when they're, they're, you know, when they're outside of quarantine because they actually have to be with the person that they're so-called in love with. Isn't that funny? But with the Twerk Something segment, of course, you know, when I say quarantine, 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 Tory Lane. With this quarantine, quarantine radio. Okay, I watched it once. I watched it this weekend, and I have to say, I actually think I watched it on Friday. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know that Tory Lanez was 
funny like that. Like he 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 is hilarious. He's crazy as shit. Um, you know, the quarantine radio is all good vibes, you know, people are coming into the live and pretty much is Different Girls is ready to just be accepted into Tory Lane's live and then they're in there having a twerk competition, okay? So these girls are twerking, having, you know, a blast. They're just like, oh, my God, you know, it's Tory Lanez, whatever. Now, Tory's not offering no money for this twerking, okay? He's asking them to, like, do their best, stick their tongue out, you know. Ain't no cash effing involved. Ain't no money. And at this point, um, I'm just like, damn, y'all out here twerking and showing y'all ass to almost 2,000-something people, and ain't no money coming out of this situation? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, who just tricks and does all this stuff for free? Even strippers don't do that. So, you know, a couple of celebrities are on there, you know, and I'm just like, okay, if we were not in quarantine and Tory Lanez did not have this quarantine radio and he did not have to interact with us right now, would you guys be doing this? Like, would you be, you know, getting in the DMs and, you know, sending things to these celebrities? Like, what exactly would you be doing if you weren't during the quarantine? That's my first question. Second question, why are you, some of these bitches that was getting on there, their houses wasn't clean. You know, we've been in quarantine for almost 20 days. There's no reason why any inch in your house is not together. There's no reason why your room's not together. There's no reason why, oh, excuse me, none of the reason why none of these things are together. So if you want to be on camera, you have to be, and everything has to be spotless and ready, okay? I done seen some dirty houses, and they just twerking in the back and don't care about what their parents look like. And then some of y'all, just wants to get on here, can't even twerk. You just want to say during your quarantine you was on Tory Lanez. You know, I feel like everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to have a purpose in life. Yes, we do know of this. But sometimes, ladies, you just got to think about certain things. If you're not normally a thought, then don't be a thought during quarantine, okay? Don't be thotting and bopping and doing shit that you normally would not do if we wasn't in quarantine. Treat quarantine like your regular daily life, except for don't take your ass outside, pretty much, okay? That's pretty much what it is, you know. Yet again, you know, so many celebrities is on there, you know, him just having a quarantine, quarantine, like it's, it's, it's hilarious, you know. It, it brings, you know, some laughter to the situation. And... You know, at the end of the day, you know, I know it was just good fun and stuff like that, but, you know, I wonder, is this going to continue after the quarantine and after the pandemic? Like, what exactly is going on? You know, T.I. had his ass in there. You know, I can't stand him. Diddy had his ass in there. You know, all the cheaters, all the cheaters was in the live, probably trying to see who they can click on and what DMs they can get into. That's all it's about. All it's about. All it's about. But, you know. Um... Even though I said, you know, stories was a little dry, things weren't, you know, coming up. Um, I came across, you know, Carmelo, baby mother, you know, I guess since Drake has shown his child, 
um, everybody has all these batteries in their back and they just want to let us know about certain things. So Carmella Anthony, baby mother, she goes public and, you know, she lets us know about her pregnancy and she lets us know, you know, about the co-parenting situation and all these other things, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, even though we knew of this, you know, we knew that Carmelo had cheated on Lala and we knew that he had a baby and we knew that eventually, you know, we were going to get to see the baby, you know, see who the girl was, everything. We knew all of that. So we really didn't need her to come out with anything because we've already been past that. Matter of fact, I even think Lala and Carmelo are past it because they are, you know, back together. You know, at the end of the day, this is just a message to you women. When you are trying to so-called, I, I don't know what it is that you're trying to so-called do, um, but you just have to think about certain things, you know, before you do them. So what was the point of her pro- posting and letting us know, you know, who she was? And all? Like, it's it's almost like, you know, we didn't send for, you know, we didn't ask for her. We didn't send for her. We weren't looking for her. We didn't care too much. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we know Carmelo got a baby. But I guess she felt like, you know what, hey, everybody's in the house. Let me just get some people, you know, things to do, entertain, whatever. But yet again, nobody was checking for it. So it's just certain time and place when you do certain things. And, you know, at this time and place, bitch, we didn't send for you. We didn't ask. We didn't care. We ain't thought, you know, it is what it is. Okay, you and Melo had a baby. All right. Um, we pray that Melo is in the baby's life. You know, you're trying to tell us about the co-parenting. There's no co-parenting. But, you know, you didn't really, 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 really give us any good tea. So, So it's like, you know. Why, you know, should we really in, even entertain it? But, hey, it is what it is. Um, This is very interesting as well. Um, Kenya Moore, is your marriage real, girl? Because you're stating on the episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, I think that came on, that's coming this weekend, that came on on Sunday, that she wasn't allowed to speak to her husband's parents. Okay, hold on. How do you marry somebody and you never met their parents before? That should have been a red flag. And then it's like you talk, then you're telling us about this on national television. People already clown you on the show because they think that none of your relationships are ever real. So it's like, okay, what is exactly real in your life? Like, did you just, you know, get with this man because you wanted to have a baby? Are you really in love with him? Did you just need him for the show? Like, what exactly is the motive behind you guys' relationship? And it's it's terrible that we have to think that way and, you know, we have to bring that up because, Kenya, now, you be doing some shit now on the show. You've always talked about people with Africans and, you know, with this person, with that person. This is not real. That's not real. But it's just like, okay, what exactly is real with you? Because now I'm starting to feel like the other girls because I'm just like, okay, should I feel bad for you? Should I not feel bad for you? Like, what exactly is happening here? So it just makes me think like, Kenya, you came back to the show, you weren't on the show for a little bit, and then you came back, 
and you blame the reason why you weren't on the show at first is because of Mark. He didn't, you know, want to do the show. So I just thought to myself, I'm like, okay, what exactly is, like, happening here? You know, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, you know what, Mark is gay or whatever like that. And I don't think it has nothing to do with his sexuality. I just think it has something to do with they don't click. You know, there was no chemistry there. There was no connection there. And, you know, I just don't know how you can marry someone and also have a baby with someone and never met their parents. Now, other family I can understand, but the parents are a little extreme because the parents are going to be in the child's life, you know, like their grandparents and, you know, stuff like that. So it's like how can you marry somebody that you don't even know? Because the parents, where they came from and where they, you know, how they were raised and stuff like that, that plays a big part in how you look at that person, like how that person treats you, things like that, because you are aware of their upbringing. And the fact that she's not allowed, like that's just, first of all, the key word he allowed. How are you not allowed to talk to your, like, other, like, like I, Mind-boggling. It, it just doesn't make any sense. So it's just like, damn, Kenya, I want to be on your side so bad. I'm going to support you girls so bad when these episodes come out. But then it's just like, damn, the episodes come out and you just be looking crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, they have to shoot the reunion via, like, Zoom. So we're not even going to get, like, a version of it on TV because, of course, you know, they had to stop the production because Andy got the COVID-19. So they're going to do this shit through Zoom. How the fuck that's going to work out, I do not know. I mean, that's why I say everything has gone virtual. Like, how the fuck is that going to work out? Like, are they going to be in their gowns? Are they going to be, like, like, what exactly is going to be, you know, happening? So... You know, we'll see. Um, Kenya and, no, not Kenya, Eva and Nene get into it. And I appreciate Eva at first. I'm just like, you know, Eva is boring. She doesn't bring much to the show. But what she does bring is a good read, honey. She can read your ass all the way from the front of the encyclopedia to the back of the encyclopedia, okay? And if anybody can read your encyclopedia, honey, kudos to you. But this bitch right here, she reads to the gods, okay? So basically she was saying what most people always have been saying, NeNe doesn't have a real storyline. The only storyline that NeNe had last year was that Greg was sick. Now this storyline is like her and Kenya, her and Kenya, her and Kenya don't like each other, her and Kenya, her and Kenya. Listen, she, Eve, you know, Eva took in, you know, said a couple of things and, you know, interviews came out because Nene is like, you know, who she would get rid of on the show and she said Eva. She's like, Eva has no substance, she's boring, whatever. So Eva had a clap back for her, honey, four days and it was funny and it was the best read I have seen from Eva probably all season, and she basically just got into her ass. So this reunion is probably going to be a good-ass reunion, even though it's going to be like via virtual thing, but it's it's going to be very, very, very spicy, and I'm here for it. 
I'm here for it all. Give the virtual world a good custody. Yes, give us, give us a good virtual world reunion, honey. Give it to us. We're ready. I'm ready for it. I've been ready for it. Um. So, of course, with the virtual stuff, y'all, they've been doing these battles with Speeds and Timberland has been setting up different battles. So, you know, I've always I watched the Neo one um, and Jonta. That was a good one because some of the songs, I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know who the Jonta guy was, and he did a lot of hits that I loved back in the day. Um, then we had Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. Now, the Scott Storch and Manny Fresh, I, I remember Scott Storch when he used to be on Chloe and Courtney takes Miami, and I'm like, okay, I know Scotch, but I didn't realize he did so many hits. You know what I'm saying? Manny Fresh. A lot of people like, you know, Manny Fresh definitely could have won if he would have bought out this. He didn't bring none of the Carter Three. He didn't bring none of that. And that is true. Manny Fresh does have hits for days with Lil Wayne and Cash Money. So it was just like, okay, come on, Manny, why you ain't, you know, bring your heat or whatever. But the best battle, hands down so far, has been T-Pain and Lil Wayne. Listen, I'm sorry, T-Pain and Lil John. I'm getting, keep thinking about Manny Fresh. T-Pain and Lil John. From the beginning to the end, it was structured. Hits for days. I was in my room sweating my weave out, dancing to the gods, drinking, having a fucking blast, okay? When they put on Buy You a Drink, T-Pain, I just, you know, threw the cow. Little John, like every song back to back to back to back. Now, Little John was killing T-Pain just a little bit with some songs, like back and forth. He was, you know, getting them with a couple of, with a couple of drinks. But overall, it was the best battle hands down. Then at the end, they played some exclusive stuff for us that people never even heard. That Ludacris, Usher, and JD meet it. That T Pain and Chris Brown meet. Like it was, it was beautiful. And like I said, like I've never paid attention to people's lives before, Instagram lives, like I do now since. Everything has been virtual and been home. Like, when I'm on Instagram, I don't care about people's live stories because I don't, you know, want to see what you're talking about, you know, know nothing. I've never entertained it. But now that we're using it, you know, I just feel like I'm in, I'm, I'm there with them. You know, all the celebrities are getting in there. It was like three, it was three million or three thousand people in there, okay? Colin Kaepernick. Um, Lala, Charlemagne, Tory Lanez, uh, um, Usher, Timberland, Tyrese. Like, it was so many, two chains. Like, it was so many people. And, like, even though they don't respond to any of your comments, they just talk to each other, which blows the fuck out of me. But, you know, it was just amazing to, like, be like in that present because I just feel like oh my god I'm in the room with these celebrities I'm a, I know it may sound funny it may sound like you know weird or lame or whatever but it it, it was good for me okay but she was entertained I had me a good time okay and you know two chains that he wanted to smoke because Atlantic got some times the people so he's trying to go up against some people and I won't um I won't mind that you know two chains that he wants to probably do Meek Mills now Meek got some bangers. Okay, me got some bangers back to his mixtape, and to change got to ch- uh, change to change. 
two chains, he got some shit too. So, you know, you never know. But at the end of the day, I appreciate these battle Swiss beats in Timberland, and then they take all the songs that they've played and they make it into a playlist and put it on title. And yesterday I had a time in my life. Like, it was the best best time I've had in a long time, like just cleaning up the house and just listening um, to titles. So it was, it was good. Um, then, you know, of course, Keeping Up With The Kardashians is back, and Courtney and Kim, they had that big-ass fight on there. And I was reading comments like, oh, you know, they want to be black, and they see the black girls fighting on the reality shows. And listen, that black card, we can't even keep using that with certain situations with them, y'all, because they're sisters. Sisters fight. Sisters get into it all the time. So at the end of the day, what the fuck does that have to do with them trying to be black? It's like sometimes with the Kardashians, y'all, and I'm not trying to it's like sometimes with them, y'all, we do a little bit too reaching. You know, like it's it's a reach, but I get it. The black community doesn't like them cultural appropriation. I get it. But certain situations like this Courtney and Kim fight, that wasn't even even a card to even pull, you know, because the girls in reality TV, they like, bitch, this and hell. These are really sisters. So sisters fight all the time. You fight with your sibling all the time. I know if I had a sibling, I would fight with them. Like, it would just be, you know, certain things that we disagree on. So I think that's a reach, and y'all need to chill it out with that, okay? Chill it. Um, Kevin Hart, him and his wife, sources say that they're stronger than ever. So I'm just trying to figure out, is that after he cheated about 30 times or is that during the whole cheating scandal, is that during the whole last scandal when he got into the accident? Listen, to each his own, a marriage is something that, you know, it's sacred. People go through their ups and downs, things, but it's just certain things as women in marriages, women that you should just not allow and should not, okay, think that it's okay for these men to do, okay? But, you know, Kevin, when they got into that accident, he was cheating child now, and now she's pregnant. Not the girl from the accident, y'all, but the wife was pregnant, and they about to have another baby. So maybe, you know, they say babies brings, you know, joy into situations, so maybe this will bring joy into their relationship. It will make their relationship, you know, more solid than what it was in the past after he embarrassed her ass a couple of times, you know? So you never know. But I'm just trying to figure out when did the cheating occur? I mean, when did the marriage get, you know, solid? You already know when the cheating occurred, but we just, you know, the marriage, I guess, it's solid, you know. Cheating, listen, cheating must bring the marriages together, y'all. Y'all ain't hear that from me. I'm guessing that's what happens. I don't know. Maybe it brings the trust back. Who knows? But, you know, you never know. Um, The Love and Hip Hop Miami Reunion Part 1 is ghetto and ratchet, and I love it, and I won't trade it for nothing else in the world. Listen, Trina goes off on this girl, Nikki Natural, Suki and all of them is going in. Um, Who else? Uh, Trick Daddy is going in, uh, Prima Donna. Like, it's a lot of people just going in, and it gives everything to everyone. Like, it's 
the bomb. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Now, that show right there can get a goddamn virtual reunion because I need to see everybody front, face, and center, and I need to hear all the shade and all the drama and all the ghetto-ness that comes with it, okay? Okay? All the ghetto-ness, okay? Now, I've been asking people, and I've been asking Tina knows, like, where's Beyonce? Like, is she okay during the quarantine? You know, where are they quarantining? Are they on a boat somewhere, on the island, out in the middle? What's going on? And I thought to myself, you know, the stimulus check's about to start being deposited into people's bank accounts. They're about to be mailed out two or three weeks, whatever. That bitch is coming for y'all checks. I'm telling you, it's like the bitch can smell when you got a lump sum of money. She going to come for y'all checks, y'all going to give them to her, and that bitch is going to collect them and get ready for whatever it is that she give y'all, and then we ain't going to hear from her ever again. It's like Beyonce always disappears for a long period of time, and then when we get money, tax money or whatever, she comes and appears again. I'm telling y'all that's what's going to happen. Mark my words. If you don't believe me, you better listen to what I'm saying because I know what I'm saying is right and what is right and right is wrong. No, I said that wrong. Right is right and wrong is wrong and I'm right, okay? I'm right on this T. She's coming. She's coming for the checks. So y'all bet the head, whatever how much y'all getting. You better put a little small coin aside for B, because B is going to want that money, okay? Okay? She's going to want that money. She's going to want that money. B's going to want that money. And you know what? I would love they can get Beyonce on a battle. Somebody was saying Beyonce and Mariah Carey should battle. And then I was saying people saying Usher and Chris Brown. And Usher and Chris Brown, yes, because, you know, both of them got good 20 hits that we can definitely rock to. Beyonce and Mariah Carey, I don't know about that one now, because both of them do got hits, but it's a different kind of genre of hits and music, so I don't know. Maybe Beyonce and Rihanna I can probably see for battle, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. But we'll see. Um, yeah, the third time this segment, we had a couple of little good tea, but it hasn't been that much good tea because, like I told y'all, the celebrities have been in the fucking house. They, they've they been in the house with the people that they actually are in relationships with, and we don't even really get no good tea, you know. I saw that Taraji is pausing a wedding. She said it's because a family member had passed away, but I wanted to really know it because she found out that her fiancé really was out there cheating his motherfucking ass off, and then it just came to surface, and it came her way, and she put it on pause. So you never know. But, you know, these last couple of weeks, the Twerk Something segment, I'm telling y'all, is going to be a little too dry. The only thing that's going to come about it is me, okay? Other than that, these People ain't doing nothing because they got to honestly be home with the people that they are in the relationship with. Now, Floyd Mayweather's daughter has been giving us some stuff now because she done got arrested because she done stabbed NBA young boy's baby mother. And I don't even know which baby mother it was because we got plenty of them. She done got arrested. She makes bail. She goes back into the house. And when she gets back into the house, He's on 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 Instagram Live calling her father a bitch, a bitch ass nigga. 
Now, you know, Floyd Mayweather, he will punish him, okay? All he got to do is just hit him one time, and that boy is knocked out, okay? Why did he think it was okay to talk about that girl father? I do not know. And why is these young girls even doing Like, why? You in here, your father has money, okay? He brags about the money all the time, okay? And you dating this little raggedy-ass, ghetto-ass boy, like, who got all these different baby met like girl. I just want the best for you during the pandemic, okay? The number one thing, you know, we want you want we want you to stay safe. Number two, leave that clown alone, girl. You can have any man out here you want. Your father can probably line him up. Line him up and you can pick. And that's who you pick? Girl. Stabbing a girl stabbing a girl over there. Ain't that much penis in the world. Let me tell y'all, ain't that much penis in the world, in the world, that I'll be stabbing and going to jail for. Ain't that much. Ain't that much. It can't be, y'all. It it just cannot be. Cannot be. So it's just like, girl, like, what are you doing with yourself? Like, what is going on with the, I guess, is it the Generation X? I don't even fucking know. But, like, what what are their mindsets? What are their minds like, they want to make it in the virtual world, I don't think. Or maybe, you know what, they probably will make it in the virtual world because everything they do, they put it in there. But, like, what exactly is happening here? What's happening? I couldn't even tell y'all. I couldn't even tell y'all. Then, you know, I saw that people was talking about, oh, Lori Harvey is pregnant because of a sonogram. No, hot chill. Future's not getting her pregnant. It was her sister. Her sister is pregnant, okay? Like, I just want the best for you, okay? I just want the best for y'all, okay? These little girls out here, just come on. Like, y'all are living a lifestyle, a dream that most of these girls are dying to do. Look at the girls on the quarantine radio, okay? They want to live this life. They want to live this. And y'all dealing with clowns, people that ain't worth shit. Nothing. Don't make no sense, but uh, so let's get into what you won't do, y'all. So what you won't do is FaceTime me during the times that I'm attending the virtual parties. Okay, listen, when it's a virtual party, please don't FaceTime me. Now, you may know already that I'm at the virtual party because I will already announce it to let you know that's what I'm going to be doing. So don't keep FaceTiming me when I'm at the virtual party. Okay, bitches at the club. And what you won't do, people at D.C., is blame the mayor for your stupidity, okay? Over the weekend, all those people were at the damn wolf. These people were at the damn wolf, okay? Crowded, nothing on their faces, no masks, no gloves, no nothing. Then the people at D.C., I told my aunt that I wasn't going to, you know, keep saying the word nigga on the show, but listen, sorry, auntie. The niggas of D.C. decided that they wanted to be outside on ATVs and shit and all over in southeast D.C. crowding 150 bikers outside. Like, come, listen, D.C., if you're still in quarantine till June, that is your fault, okay? This shit is serious. Okay, y'all crowded like a goddamn pack of sardines to get some goddamn fish. There's plenty of fish markets around the city where you can place in your order and you can go and pick it up. There's no reason why all those people had to been out there. And then when I go on Twitter, I see it's trending because the mayor finally shuts it down and they got the nerve to be mad at her because she shut it down. Yeah, what you mad at her for? What you mad at her? Talking about she ain't had no guidelines to place, they ain't had no guidelines. Listen. 
You have to think for yourself, people, okay? You see what the world is going through. You see what everybody is doing. You're supposed to be social distancing. You're supposed to be six feet from each other. And to those business owners, y'all should have had some tape out there outlining the lines to show the six feet away from each other. You know, like, it didn't make any sense. It was disgusting, Disgusting. Now, normally I don't take up, you know, the mayor. She does whatever that she does in D.C., whatever, you know. You know, we know that she's all about her war. But she's from George Avenue. She want to keep it up. Da-da. But listen, at this point of a crisis, there shouldn't be anybody out there doing whatever it is that you want to do. And then when shit happens and shit hits the fan, you blaming everybody but yourself. Take some accountability, okay? Don't blame the mayor for you being stupid, okay? Because at the end of the day, we don't really know what is going on with this virus. We don't really know what the government is basically telling us everything correctly with the virus. You know, at first it was young people couldn't get it, young people couldn't die from it. You know, pre-existing conditions only, only older people. And now younger people are dying who don't have pre-existing conditions. And all I seen out there in that picture was all young people. And at the end of the day, yes, there probably were some others that was in Bethesda or at the market or whatever. I'm not even talking about them because I am stressing and talking to my people, my people. Don't let us be the ones that they talk about and the ones that they blame for certain situations. Let's keep it together. Keep your asses in the house. If you don't need to go out for nothing and it's not essential, keep it in the house. Like, I know Good Friday is coming. Y'all should already have y'all whiting. Always should have y'all fish. If not, call it in. Go pick it up. That's why they left the pickup in the carryout open for the restaurants. Don't blame anybody for you being stupid but yourself. So we're going to know, we already know the cases in D.C. are going to rise because they wanted to be down there at the Wolf. Like it was a nice regular day at the Wolf. So what you want to do, people of D.C., is blame the mayor for your stupidity. You cannot blame her. You only can blame thyself. Thyself. So. Yet again, you know, this is episode 111, Virtual World. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week working from home because I'm sure everybody's working from home. If you're not working from home or you're essential, we pray for you. We pray that you keep safe out there and you keep, you know, a good head on your shoulder. Um, Of course, while you guys are home, you can quarantine and listen to previous episodes. You can download previous episodes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, okay, good people, subscribe to Shanghai Chronicles, and of course, you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, wherever there is a streaming services for podcasting. So, of course, we're going to keep make sure we keep giving you guys episodes throughout the whole quarantine, and we just hope that you guys are entertained by all the episodes, and yet again, make sure you subscribe. And you can also follow us uh, follow us on Instagram, which is Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Okay, good people. And like I always say, I'm out.